I am not flexible. I had this memory the other day of being in elementary school and to get this quote unquote presidential fitness. I'm like, did the president really sign a million first grader things because they could touch their toes and do a pull up? But apparently the president cares because when I was in elementary school, there literally was a presidential fitness. Maybe I'm not remembering this right, but I feel like this was a real thing that the teacher would come around and measure your V-sit and then you had to do a pull-up and basically like how far you could stretch. And then if you could meet these requirements, you got this (laughs) certificate signed by the president saying, congrats on not being fat. So I don't really understand where that program went or maybe it's not even what I remember it to be, but uh, I've never been good at stretching is the point. And the V-sit was the worst. I remember sitting there trying to touch the however many inches past my toes and being like, there there ain't no way. I mean, that thing might as well be in, in the recess slide. I'm not touching the, the mark. I can't stretch that far. Uh, and we all know my feelings. We've talked about this, how I'm allergic to camping because I'm right on Jim Gaffigan's train. So his wife came to him and was like, Jim, but camping's a tradition in my family. And he said, yeah, camping was a tradition in everyone's family until they invented the house. And that's how I feel about tents. So I was a little a little frustrated when I met the scripture in Isaiah, which makes sense because Isaiah doesn't make sense, in Isaiah 54, where he says, enlarge the place of thy tent, let them stretch for the curtains of thy habitations, spare not, Lengthen thy cords, strengthen thy stakes. So I think the cool thing here is there's like four really cool words. I am loving all these. If I get you a white piece of paper and I put a black dot right in the middle of it, and then I pass you the paper, what is your eye going to? That's right. All the white around the dot. You would say there is so much white. No. Duh. You'd say the dot. Your eye goes to the dot, even though the dot is far far smaller than the rest of the page. And I think sometimes in our life, we get so focused on the dot that we're not seeing how big the white space around it is. Or in other words, we need to make God bigger in our life as a focus instead of what the black dots or the problems or our limitations are in our own life. So first part of enlarging the place of thy tent, tents are where you go home. Tents are like where you feel comfortable Well, I never feel comfortable in a tent, but if you are a camper, tents represent obviously your home where people come and stay. So socially, I think we only invite people into our homes or our tents that are our friends, right? Like when you're little, your mom's like, hey, you're four, therefore go play in the sandbox together. But if someone put me in a sandbox and was like, you're 38, she's 38, you're going to be best friends. I'd be like, no, you're crazy, right? We got to make sure all the factors line up. What if she has a lame husband? What if her kids are annoying? What if she's not fun? What if she's not nice? What? So then you got to try and match up all these things. And then that's basically why friendships in adulthood just really struggle because it's not that easy, right? Because we have a very small tent of people that we feel comfortable with, that we let into our home emotionally speaking, and also physically, right? So I love this encouragement for Isaiah because the first instruction is enlarge the place of thy tent. So that quote that says, when you have more than you need, build a longer table, not a higher fence. I saw that at Hobby Lobby, so not really sure of the source. But I do think sometimes we tend to build fences instead of enlarging our tents because not because we're mean people, but because we just get comfortable with the people already in our tent. 
So this is my encouragement. The question is, who in your life right now would really benefit that you know in your gut you should be reaching out to if you did enlarge the place of your tent or socially enlarge the place where people are welcome and allowed into your life? Second one says, stretch for the curtains of thy habitations. Uh, Apparently in American Fork, Utah, they just started some stretch clinic. So all you got to do is bring your flabby, unstretched body and you lay it on a table and then they stretch you out. So this seems like a no-brainer. I don't know why we're not all having someone stretch for us. Because we all know stretching is good for us and stretching is good for our muscles, but we don't like stretching because it is uncomfortable and it's pushing us farther than what we naturally feel like our bodies can do. Sometimes I feel like we need to do that with our hope and with our faith. We get comfortable to a certain point, kind of like on that presidential V-sit, and then we're not willing to stretch any farther. Not because it's bad for us, but because it's uncomfortable. So in what place are you putting your hope? Stretching involves getting past your current limits or pressing on, as Paul says, which operates like making a muscle stronger. So where are you needing to stretch in your faith or in your hope? Uh, When he says spare not or do not hold back, that involves overcoming fear. There are times when the very thing we need is the the opposite of what our brain is telling us to do. That what we need is to do the uncomfortable, scary thing and break that hold that the fear has on us. His last one says lengthen the cords, which is lengthen means to go further in output or effort. Going the extra mile is never normal. Uh, and going the extra mile is extra. So what would happen if we lengthened our ability to try our efforts? Maybe we're reading no scriptures and we start five minutes. What, what do you need to lengthen in your efforts or strengthen? And the next word involves the development of our character, which allows us to deal with those things that come. Basically, the whole question this whole scripture is about is, will you grow? Are you willing to be uncomfortable? Are you willing to enlarge, stretch, strengthen, lengthen and not hold back man that was i don't even know the guy but this is one of isaiah's best works and what do you need to enlarge socially what do you need to stretch in your faith what is it you're holding back that you could give what do you need to lengthen and what do you need to strengthen i think those are questions worth pondering god is asking are you willing to grow so stop focusing on the black dot God wants to do a bigger work in your life. He has a bigger purpose for you. But to, for that to happen, you've got to enlarge your capacity for God. So the number one purpose God has in creating us is for us to know him in an intimate relationship. And the second reason God created us was to make himself known through us to other people. And we can't do that if our tent includes three people. It's time to enlarge our tents and, and lengthen our, our borders in who we serve and how we serve and what we're willing to believe. Are you willing to go? The Savior was the ultimate inviter, never forcing, always open, always enlarging, always lengthening who was included and who was invited. Let's finish up with my friend Fred Rogers. Brother Rogers said, We get so wrapped up in numbers in our society, the most important thing is that we are able to be one to one you and I with each other at this moment. If we can be present to the moment with the person that we happen to be with, that is what's truly important. Eckhart Tolle said, you find peace not by rearranging the circumstances in your life, but by realizing who you are at the deepest level. As we realize that, I think there will be room in all of our souls to 
enlarge, to lengthen, to strengthen, and to stretch. What do you need to stretch today?